Build It Coach, episode 25, Cash Corrupt Pimps. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Build It Coach. I help you, the homeowner, the property owner, manage the chaos of a renovation or remodeling project so that you don't lose money, experience a mental breakdown, or become victim to a failed project. The Build It Coach is specifically designed to empower the non-construction professional. I'm your host, Dale Arscriven, project management and design build professional. Reminder, again, this podcast is about the guts, the nitty gritty, the behind the scenes of your project. It is not necessarily, it being this podcast, is not necessarily about pretty pictures. We recognize that we need to know our P's, which is a process that helps us avoid problems so that we can avoid being pissed and most importantly, avoid getting ripped off and become becoming P pocket poor. All right. If you're looking to hire a great contractor, great free resource, visit builditcoach.com forward slash hire. Again, a fantastic free resource that provides the blueprint on not how to hire a good contractor, but how to hire a great contractor. Again, welcome to today's episode, Cash Corrupt Pimps. Before we get started, let's get started with our smart property owner quote of the podcast, all right? And it is apropos for what we will talk about today. Today, the quote, the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any, by Alice Walker. Again, the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. All right. Today, we're going to talk about the power that you do have, the mental game that is that is being played on you and the ways you can fight that mental game that is being played on you by crooked, dubious contractors. All right. So today, let's get it started. Today, I will introduce you to one of the most infamous pimps in the world of renovation and remodeling. All right. He is a friend of the low down ratchet contractors who, when they wake up, they find ways to cut corners and rip you off. Now, this individual. All right. He goes by many names, many names. But I found that the name that I've heard a lot within this industry, his name is Change Order Charlie, change order Charlie or triple C. All right. When you hear change order, immediately think about money coming out of your pocket, right? The change order is when a contractor says, hey, there's been a change within this project scope of work. I need more money in order to execute or to do this change. So again, we're talking about change order Charlie or triple C. Okay. Change order Charlie or triple C is a master strategist, a master. He knows how to set you up for failure, partly because he takes time to understand his victim. Hopefully not you, but we're talking about the property owner. That is the the mark, the victim. All right. The person who change order Charlie is trying to pimp. That's what pimps do. Pimps 
try to understand their victim. All right. And again, his victim, unfortunately, in many cases, is his customer. All right. He could have a supplier as a as a, you know, a victim as well. But in our case, we're talking about you, the, the customer, the property owner, the homeowner. All right. He knows that he's dealing with a homeowner of a property who is in a hyper emotional state, who is excited to complete a project. Think about it. Right. All all people who own something get excited when they're transformer transforming it. Right. Their blood, sweat and tears are involved in the project their emotion, their vision, right? So obviously you're going to be in an in a emotional hyper state, all right? All right? He gains trust. He, the contractor, change order Charlie, also known as Triple C, he gains trust because he tells you all the right words. Triple C is like a construction pimp, pimp whispering sweet nothings in your ear, only to abuse you later. This is real talk. Um, and, I, and I've heard change order Charlie on the job site, behind the scenes. All right. Talk about the customer in offensive names. I'll give you a few names. Credit card carry. Checkbook Chuck. Savings account Sam. Again, we're talking about these stereotypes for the customer. Rich Parents Rick, borrow more money Bonnie, more money Mary, desperate Debbie, clueless Cal, get it done Garrett, sexy Susie or sexy Sam, we'll get into that later, familiar Frank, all right? How do they know what to call you? It's their business to know. A good contractor wants to know the psychological state of their customer and how the customer plans to pay for the project. I'm not, seriously, I'm not trying to be provocative, rude, or disrespectful. You really have to look at it through the lens of how a pimp operates. You really do. Psychology is psychology. And I'm not demeaning the real world of of pimps and people being taken advantage of, sex trafficking. I'm really not. That is, those are serious issues. Um, but we want to study what is what is a pimp? A pimp is a sweet talking, psychopathic bully who convinces a victim to do work and then give all the money to the pimp. This is also known as a trick. All right. Think about going to work every day. Only get only to give the money, your paycheck that you earned every day and, and give that to your boss in exchange for abusive companionship and empty promises. All right. So this is the deal. This is where it comes back to renovation and remodeling. Contractors will try to get you to work your butt off. Give them money only for the contractor to perform standard work or disappear from your project with little to no work being complete. complete. This, my friends, property owners, homeowners, is a modified version of pimping. And I see it too many times. All right? Too many times. Before the pimp tries to lure a man or a woman to be part of their posse, they probe to find out 
what the person is missing in their life. Once they find that thumbscrew, they begin to use these psychological tricks to get you to do things that you thought you would never do. I see homeowners all the time. When I go out and and, and see their projects that aren't, aren't done, and they ask themselves, did I just pay him or her $20,000 more and they haven't done any work? It's because the contractor, Change Order Charlie or Triple C, used psychology in order to get more money out of your pocket. All right? And part of the reason is the way that they are running their business. It's the contractor's job to stay cash positive during a construction project. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that, right? They they are running a business. They're supposed to stay cash positive. The customer is supposed to pay for the project, not the contractor. Here's the problem. The problem comes when the contractor is hyper cash positive, or I call this HCP. HCP is the drug of choice for pimps in a renovation and remodeling project. They get so far ahead, you have no hope of using cash as leverage to demand performance on your project. What I mean by so far ahead, you've paid them so much money in relationship to the work that's been performed. They're high on that HCP, hyper cash positive. And now the contractor, if they're not honest, loses incentive to do your project. And they may go off to another project, all right, and, and get more hyper cash positive. And the contractor is flushing cash and doing little to no work. It exists out here in the industry. It does. Again, how do they gain hyper cash positivity or HCP? They capitalize on your ignorance and emotional state, all right? Very important stuff. Your emotional state is normally driven by your desire to do the project and more importantly to the contractor, in this case, the pimp, how they how you plan to fund your project, right? So again, emotion and how you plan to fund your project. It is the goal of the contractor to put you in a box, to categorize you, stereotype you, so they know how to work that pimp magic. All right. Briefly, let's discuss the stereotypes again. All right. Let's discuss them again. Credit card carry. All right. Credit card carry. And the scenario may go like this. The contractor uses change order Charlie to find a fictitious change order. And then they'll use some of these psychological trips. Well, look, this is a benefit for your project. You should go ahead and make this improvement now. At the time of this recording. Interest rates are at a record low, all right? At a record low. It is October 2020. Interest rates at a record low. Hey, credit card carry, interest rates are a record low. Go ahead and use your credit card to finance that. It's not going to cost you much anyway. Take advantage of the the credit, and we'll make this space beautiful for you for an extra $30,000. It's a great investment. See? See how to use your emotional state as well as some of the background information, how they know that you are financing your project. So they're able to put that out there, all right? Checkbook Chuck, that speaks for itself. 
person, they know that they're just writing checks. Boom. Savings account, Sam. Now, they dug into savings account, Sam, a little bit, and they'll say to someone like savings account, Sam, this is kind of almost the opposite of credit card carry. Savings account, Sam. Hey, Sam, don't disappoint your wife and kids, man. We need to finish this project. Man, look, savings account, Sam, interest rates are low anyway. So it's better. The money in your savings account, it's not doing you any favors. It's not earning any interest. So go ahead and put that money into your house so you can inc- increase your equity. Again, it'll cost you $30,000. But, you know, we'll do this work for you and, hey, we'll knock it out. Get that money out of your savings account. See, using psychological tricks. Psychological trick. Tricks. Rich parents, Rick. All right? Rich parents, Rick, you know, he, he's got money. He's kind of divulged that, you know, hey, he's got some money. Um... You know, money's not a problem. He just wants to get this project done for the playroom in the basement that he needs redone. And then a change order comes up. Here comes change order Charlie or Triple C and says, hey, look, man, I need an extra $30,000 to do X, Y, and Z. This is not working out, blah, blah, blah. He uses your ignorance. And then he leverages to say, hey, man, look, you want to satisfy your wife and kids. And look, your grandparents, you know, and your parents, your grandparents, they love your kids. Do this for them. That's why they leveraged all their hard work in the past to make sure that you have all this money so you can make your family happy. Go ahead and utilize that love that they've espoused upon you through all their hard work. All right. Again, more psychological tricks. They start talking to you once they know some of this information. Borrow more money, Bonnie. Same difference. You can fill in the blanks there. I'm not going to go through them all in detail. That's borrow more money, Bonnie, more money, Mary. So it's funny. This is a person um, that they test. I call more money, Mary, the tester. So what they'll do is they know more money. Mary is motivated to finish the project. And then what they'll do is they'll start off with small change orders. It'll be a hundred bucks. All right. It's like a game, a hundred bucks. They're like, okay, yeah. She shook her head on that hundred bucks pretty fast. Oh, this next one is. 500 bucks. Oh, she paid that. No problem. Next thing you know, they'll say, oh, let's keep testing it. 1,000. Oh, she paid that too. More money, Mary. She's got more money. We know she has more money. Then they'll go 10,000 until they reach a stopping point. The thing is, all these small change order, Charlie change orders that came up, none of them were really legitimate. You just wanted to get it done. More money, Mary had the money. And by by the time you look up, you've paid the contractor $25,000, $30,000 extra money. And it was really maybe only about $3,000 worth of work. All right. The contracting pimp used change order Charlie to get money out of your pocket. All right. Let's move on. Desperate Debbie. Now, Desperate Debbie says, I just have to get it done. Desperate Debbie is under a time crunch line. She has... Um, in-laws coming from um, in town and this space needs to be done, all right? Or for whatever reason, time seems to be pressing um, Desperate Debbie. Man, I'm I'm telling you guys right now, when you let the contractor know that you were desperate on time and you haven't used some of the other vehicles that we talked about in previous um, episodes in regards to liquidated damages, contracts, et cetera, and you have a 
contract where you're not where the contractor is not held to a con- time constraint, get ready to fork out major bucks. Do not become desperate Debbie. All right. Where you've you've didn't plan correctly and you you've worked yourself in a corner where time is an issue. Don't become desperate Debbie. Seriously, guys, do not become desperate Debbie. All right. Let's move on to Clueless Cow. Now, Clueless Cow has decided not to get any help, didn't do any research, doesn't have a team or anything. So whatever change order Charlie says, Clueless Cow pays. All right. You don't want to be Clueless Cow. Contractors know it. Wow. We have an owner that's pretty much not engaged. They seem to have some money. So again, we'll kind of test them and boom. More money out of your pocket because you seem to be clueless. All right. You seem to be clueless. Don't be clueless cow. All right. Get it done. Garrett. All right. Get it done. Garrett doesn't want to be bothered. He just wants to get it done. He's the whole process is irritating to him. They have to do it because they had to do it, but they're just irritated. And the contractor using change order, Charlie, will utilize your irritation and say, hey, if you just want me to get it done, this is what I need so I can get out of your hair. Again, more money out of your pocket. That's get it done, Garrett. Sexy Susie or Sexy Sam. Now, guys, this is real, and I've seen this maybe one or two times. I'm trying to be equal opportunity here when it comes to men and women. Sexy Susie or Sexy Sam. This is where the contractor convinces Susie or Sam that, Change order Charlie found some extra work, found some extra work that cost a lot. But wink, wink, if you let me take you out to dinner or we do some other extracurricular activities, I'll do that for you for free. Or I'll cut the price of that on that dramatically. I'm serious because what they'll find out is that you may be pressed financially. They'll say, hey. Man, that's going to cost you, I don't know, $25,000. $25,000. Hey, but I know a great restaurant down the street. Um, you know, if we can go out a couple of times, I can probably reduce that to $2,000. You know, I'll do some stuff with my labor, etc. Don't let it out of the box. Don't become Sexy Susie or Sexy Sam. Don't do it. And I'll talk about how you can avoid some of these circumstances in a second. But keep in mind that you could be Sexy Susie or Sexy Sam. I've seen it. The last one, Familiar Frank. All right. Familiar Frank is the guy that, guy or gal, you know, these are stereotypes. The guy or gal that made buddies with the contractor. All right. And when they make buddies, now the contractor uses change order Charlie and always says, I'm kind of doing you a favor. So change order Charlie will see a legitimate, maybe a legitimate change order that only costs 500 bucks. Change order Charlie knows the true value of it. But what will happen is because they know that they're dealing with familiar Frank, they'll say, hey, that's a $3,000 change order. But you know what? I'll do you a favor and I'll do it for 2000 And familiar Frank being all, Comfy and cozy with the contractor says, okay, go ahead and do it, man. I, I trust you. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, we, you're doing me a favor here. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Now, what do most of these stereotypes have in common? Again, money, money, money. 
Money, money, money. It's almost like that. Um, I think it was that song by OJ's. Money, 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 money. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I can't sing, but it's funny. It's it, it's about money. These contractors are out here trying to run a business. Bits. Um. You know, and business could be tight, or there could be a lot of business. Um. But every customer is an opportunity for the contractor to make some undeserved money. Some undeserved money. All right. It is a battle about money. All right. If you don't learn the art of money management and how to properly, you know, give a contractor down payment, how to pay them in progress payments, etc., you could be one of the stereotypes I described. All right. All right. Go back to the quote. You have power. All right. You have power. All right. Now, by the way, I do have a guy that talks about how to pay contractors. All right. How not to overpay a contractor. If you go to buildacoach.com forward slash smart pay. Again, buildacoach.com forward slash smart pay. You will get a awesome free resource. All right. On how to pay contractors and not overpay them. Um, additionally, if you haven't listened to episode 18, RFP magic, listen to that immediately. Um, we talked about how to structure your RFP request for proposal so that you get prices in line and you know how to pay, um, contractors. And you, you can also put within there what you will pay for change orders, how you will diagnose and how change orders need to be broken down. Um, so you'll be able to make a proper diagnosis of, are, are you being overcharged for any, uh, change orders? Okay. All right. Again, we want to stay out of this situation where we don't allow our contractor to get that drug, HCP, hyper cash positivity. All right. It's a drug that your contractor loves to get high on that money high money, 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 money. All right. It's a real high. It's like, whoa. Take all your money and then they party. That that's the worst thing when they take your money and they party with it, and then they can't do your job. So they gotta they gotta um, find another sucker, all right, another trick to run that language on to find cash from another owner. Now they can come back and do your project, robbing Peter to pay Paul. You don't want to get caught up in that cycle, right? You do not want to get caught up in that cycle. All right. Triple feet, triple C will find excuses and circumstances to charge you more money. All right. When triple C combines the excuses with stereotypes, charging you change orders and tapping into your emotional state, it's all over. All right. Then your mind will begin to conspire against itself to rationalize why you should pay the contractor more money. Now let's talk about some solutions. How do you go about protecting yourself against triple C, the contractor pimps and this sometimes ruthless renovation and remodeling game? All right. Staying away from the, the HC, the HCP addicts. Well, it's not simple, but this is what I call it. Anything that you're dealing with in life. And in particular, if you are going to pay or contract with a contractor, you need to have mental game, mental game. All right. And I'm, I'm going to almost talk, talk about it like 
playing poker, right? First and foremost, from day one with the contractor, you want to be tight-lipped, not divulging too much information. Always keep it as a business relationship, all right? Business relationship. Now, some of us have to challenge our personalities, right? Because we're naturally friendly, lighthearted, etc. But we need to set the tone from day one, all right? The contractor is not your buddy. And this is what I mean by setting the tone and not your buddy. A while ago, I was watching The Sopranos, right? The HBO hit, The Sopranos on HBO. And um, one of the under, he wasn't a boss, but he was one of the, I guess, you know, earners, I guess, what they, what they call him in that world, had a friend who kept wanting to borrow money from him. He was a gambler. And the earner, and I forget his name, but the earner who was in the Soprano family kept telling the guy, nah, man, we're buddies. Stop asking me that. No, no, I'm not letting you borrow any money. He would ask him about three to four times. And then let's let's say around the fourth time, he looked at him in the eye and said, hey, man, you know what this means? If I lend you this money, we're no longer in regard to this money relationship, boys. This is strictly business. I mean, he looked at him in the eye real stern. He had to transform his mind. All right. He trained like it's like a light switch went off. He lent him the money. And guess what? His buddy was late in making a payment. And you know what? No slack was cut to um, cut to that guy. Um, he was late. He got roughed off immediately. But I will say this. He was able to transform and hit that light switch. Kind of remember that. When you're dealing with a contractor, transform, hit that light switch. They are not your buddy. It's business. It's business time. Lights are on. It's like Monday night football. The lights come on. It is time to drop every, everything and get to work, all right? Contract is not your buddy. So, be, again, be tight-lipped. Have a business stand stance. Number two, avoid the free lunch. Again, the contractor will try insights to become buddy-buddy with you, like we're all on the same team. You want to be compliments, but you're not on the same team. They have their business to run, and you have your household or your investment business to run, all right? Avoid the free lunch. This is what I mean. Don't take any freebies from the contractor. Do not take any freebies from the contractor, whether it be a free X, Y, and Z, um, a gift, um, even a lunch. I'm saying this in true psychological fashion. Um, Robert Cialdini has a book called Influence, and Richard Green has a book called The 48 Laws of Power. Both books highlight the dangers of taking a free lunch. Cialdini's book talks about the laws of reciprocity, meaning that when someone gives you something, psychologically, you want to give something back. Anybody ever get something from a charity and you get those little peel-offs in the mail where it has your name and address? Or if someone is trying to you know, get you to donate, but they give you a free gift, they are capitalizing off of the laws of reciprocity. All right? These are examples. We're not going to go to, into it deep because we're not doing a book review, but those are highlighted in Cialdini's and Green's book in regards to the dangers of 
reciprocity, the free lunch. Don't do it. Number three, throughout your dealings with the contractor, show little to no emotion or at least be consistent in your emotion. All right. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. All right. Poker face. The most successful poker players in the world show little to no emotion throughout the entire match. Even when they are crushing their opponent, the face stays the same. All right. Number four, don't make quick decisions throughout your project. Always be deliberative. Never, again, these could be keys or tells on whether you feel that something is beneficial or not beneficial. Don't make quick decisions. If a contractor says, hey, I can make this change without any cost, take five minutes to decide. If the contractor says, hey, I need extra money to do X, Y, and Z, again, take the same five minutes to make a decision. All right? Do not get into this quick decision. They they can tell whether you like something or not. All right? Play that mental game. Next, and but lastly, again, stay cash positive. All right? This allows you to be in a mental state of mind where you are feeling secure that you haven't overpaid your contractor. It also puts the contractor in place to say, I need to earn this work. All right. This guy, this owner that I'm dealing with is not to be played with. They know what they're doing. I need to earn this work. Once they achieve HCP, that drug, hyper cash positivity, the game gets played on you. All right. So stay cash positive. Avoid giving the contractor HCP. You won't get arrested but it'll drain your bank account, all right? All right? And it goes without saying, your security is really wrapped around the foundation. Having a good contract that you write or have written for you that's written in your favor. So again, we talked about this in the previous um, podcast, not the contractor's proposal. That's garbage. That doesn't protect you at all. That contractor's proposal, you might as well just ball that up and and really unburn it. it. It has everything in there to protect the contractor. You need to get your own contract written that protects your rights, all right? A contract is not necessarily written for the good times. It's written when things go sideways or when things go bad. So again, a good contract. Number two, using a licensed contractor that is insured, all right? You get rights when you use a licensed contractor, all right? Normally from your local municipality, it recognizes that local Um, licensed contractors have to operate in a certain way and also that they're insured. We talked about about that again in a previous podcast, insured. And the really the trifecta is making sure that you have a bond. See, the bond really presses the, the, your contractor's feet to the fire. Okay. All right. And we talked about bonding again in previous contract, previous podcasts, look through um, the menu at build a coach, wherever you listen to your podcast. All right. This will allow you to, uh, following these principles, I should say, will allow you to, to avoid the wrath of the cash corrupt pimp and, a, uh, you know, addicted to HCP who uses change order Charlie as an accomplice to drain your bank accounts. All right. In following episodes in the future, we will actually talk about 
the different areas where Change Order Charlie shows up, right? Because Change Order Charlie has multiple identities, you know, in order to drain your pocket. And we'll talk about that, man, because it is a trip on how, you know, contractors have developed these means to drain money out of your pocket. We'll talk about Change Order Char- Charlie's buddies or accomplices. All right? There you have it. This episode is a wrap. Feel good about yourself. You took the time to learn. Acting on this information gives you a fighting chance against Project Chaos, Money Loss, Continuous Stress, or Greedy, Unethical Contractors. If you know someone who needs help, invite them to listen. Let's look out for one another and build a strong community of homeowners who want a dream renovation or remodeling project. Make sure you subscribe to Build a Coach, um, to the Build a Coach podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite place to listen to podcasts. For more information, visit buildacoach.com forward slash podcast. Please, if you like what you hear at the Build a Coach, leave a review. The reviews really help us grow the audience and really helps us expand the people who really need help. Until next time, may your dream project become a reality. Please understand that every construction project is unique. Therefore, the lessons, teachings, and principles expressed in this podcast need to be tailored to your individual project. Any advice or information expressed in this podcast is intended to inform, educate, and teach. All advice and information is based on experience, research, and opinion.